0: This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Paul! (laughs) Hi, hi, Rich. Say we're wrapping up here. This is this is about the end of the show, right? Like, oh no, we're starting. This is the beginning of the show. (laughs) The the beginning of the show.
1: Ooh, he's. He's a sneaky one, ladies and gentlemen. He He's he a is. sneaky one. I'm sneaking. What button. what Rich means is we're wrapping up this podcast. Yeah. Pretty soon. This is this is the last content-full episode based on a movie or whatever. Yeah. And then our final episode will be hopefully next week, unless something goes terribly awry. Where we'll do I don't even know what our plan is yet, but we'll plan something. It's a retro special, right? We're gonna. We'll yeah. retrospect. Yeah. We will spect in the retro direction.
0: Probably be some impersonations and <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe some more, maybe some more cheers references. I mean, we haven't done cheers Ooh, references that's in right. a long time.
1: So. That's right. We'll wrap up the, we'll, we'll tie up all the loose ends of that, of that yeah. business. Yeah. We'll finish the yeah. saga. That oh, God. Funny. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah
0: we're going to have to do that now. Shit. Now I got to go back and listen. We're yeah. We now out. we have to
1: go back and listen to all 99 episodes and find all <laughs> of the references we made to. Which would be like, that would be like 99 hours because we go an hour at a time usually-ish. Yeah, we do. So speaking of which, speaking well, speaking of not that at all, is I, I, I got the COVID last week and I'm feeling mostly okay, but I am prone to a little bit of a coughing fit here and there. So dear listener, please be warned that I might go <laughs> a little bit here, but I'm fine. I'm not dying. I don't think. <laughs> anyway, if I am dead, this is—I'll take this as an afterlife, I guess.
0: Not uh, a bad afterlife. To start, not a bad afterlife. It's, it's
1: like you get something to build on. You know, reminds me of my regular life. So there. okay, but but yeah. So anyway, this time around, we're doing—I, I, Rich is hosting. I need to pass the ball back to to Rich for that.
0: Ball received. I. We're just. We're gonna do. We're gonna talk Empire Strikes Back because it's the only other movie that we haven't talked about. We've talked about everything. Shitty prequels shitty sequels good sequels and you know and so on so yeah we're gonna talk empire strikes back today this is the this is the movie right this is the movie that this is the movie that more often than not is is the one that everybody points to as like that's my favorite star war you know i can't say that myself anymore because i think i have a a trio of favorite star wars yeah, but but before yeah. before the Disney era, this was my favorite Star Wars. This it stood alone.
1: And then yeah, before the Disney era, I would have had to think about it a little bit just because I I wasn't like I wasn't fresh in my head. But this one is easily this one is easily better than every single prequel. Yeah, easily easily better than Jedi. Oh yeah, and on on the on the merits on on two at least. <laughs> at least two sets of merits is better than a new hope one set of merits is the the quality of the writing Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and the other set of merits i think is the like it it takes what you got from a new hope and it keeps going with that with the universe is big. The, the, the galaxy is big. Mm-hmm. You know, the force is mysterious. The Jedi are mysterious, all of those things. And it just, it just keeps building on those things. All of the things that you were just that made you go, huh? With a, with a new hope landed here and got bigger and better. I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah they definitely built on, what they had established and mm-hmm. ex- expanded on it a great deal. And I mean, this is written by partially written by Lawrence Kasdan, who, mm-hmm. I mean, he had been writing scripts before that, but this is his first produced screenplay. Mm. And he, I mean, he's written things like continental divide and Raiders, of the lost art guys. He wrote <laughs> Raiders, of the yeah. lost art. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, He's He's got a, a certain pedigree to him. It's so yeah. much so that they brought him back for Jedi. They brought him back for episode seven. They brought him back for Solo. He also directed a movie that I really like called The Big Chill, which is the, uh, it's kind of one of those ensemble comedy flicks yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. You know? Good stuff. Good soundtrack. And, you know, he, and he's also, I mean, he also has written other great movies and and other middling movies as well, but he definitely has a certain pedigree that he even passed on to his kid. Jake Kasdan has done some really fun stuff as well, but yeah. So, I mean, it stands to reason that with that kind of, with that kind of skill that you'd get a movie that is at least at the absolutely coherent and at best mm. like this you know kind of hits it out of the park
1: yeah so, yeah
0: it also i mean it also has like an iconic crawl right like it gives you that it gives you like the the little that little like that brunch version of what happened between a new hope and where we're yeah. at now yeah and yeah. it never mentions it but it were three years post yeah. Death Star blowing up. <laughs> so I mean, that really is the nose version, right? I mean, like yeah. there's there's obviously a lot there. And and of course, Disney in and, and Marvel have gone back and really mined the yeah, yeah. I mean, in the comics, the yeah, there's a lot of world between those two. Yeah.
1: Rich, there's a lot of dollars to be made in that space. There I are think. a lot of dollars. There's three years worth of dollars, <laughs> and I don't know how those translate. I don't know what how- what the conversion rate between years and dollars is, but it's big. Something. Right? Yes. Yeah, Lots of dollars large. can fit into a year. Yeah. And Disney is poised to extract all of them.
0: Oh, they plan to. Yeah. yeah they, they spent yeah. $4 billion on the star Wars licensing and franchise as a whole. And they're going to get every single penny that they can out of it. Yeah. Which I think is where maybe my problem lies with so much of the Disney stuff is that it is no longer an artistic endeavor. Like star Wars was an artistic endeavor. He wanted to make, you know, an homage to the old serials. Mm -hmm. And at the time he was, Lucas was a maverick filmmaker at the time. He had made, you know, a couple of flicks in the seventies that were well received. He was part of the whole Coppola Zoetrope (coughs) studios band of, you know, new Hollywood directors and filmmakers that, that kind of, you know, went to the studio system and gave them the finger and said, we're going to do what we want, but really the Disney, the the Disney cash grab started with star Wars. Once it became popular, he famously retained the rights to the, the merchandising, and it began in earnest right after Star Wars was released, and it never slowed down. Empire was the same thing. I mean, I remember ATTs and snowspeeders and yeah. every goddamn character you could think of. But like, this feels like it still has some artistic cred to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, it felt like they wanted to tell, wanted to tell a specific story. Yeah, Disney feels like they are just. Filling the void, and and when you're doing that, you're going to get like one-offs that are really good, like yeah. Rogue One or like The Last Jedi or Obi Wan Kenobi, which I don't know if you finished yet or not. Really, really well made. Did really good. Most movie.
1: of I did two or three episodes of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think I think this is kind of the last of we're the last we're going to see of, of star Wars as an artistic endeavor, you know, Uh,
1: from the film standpoint. Yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a whole separate podcast to be had, I think in fan fiction. Oh yeah. And that kind of stuff. Not that we should do it. And obviously we're, we're ending this podcast, Mm -hmm. But at some point, like when we when we go back and resurrect it just to to make the extra dollars, to squeeze those dollars out of the out of the IP, when we do when our prequels, when prequels, we do our prequels, yeah, dude, fan fiction would be a rich vein to mine mm-hmm. because fan fiction writers don't expect to make any money, no, right? No, they're and doing it for the love they're, of they're, whatever. They just like, and man, the, the fan fiction is like. like I think rich uh, mining a vein is a is an appropriate analogy for that mm-hmm. because you are in a world where it's ninety nine point nine percent complete garbage, yeah, <laughs> just 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 dirt and rocks and things, <laughs> right? And then you you hit a diamond, mm-hmm. and that diamond is worth more than almost all of the like produced, paid for stuff, yeah, because because that diamond has. It's heart and soul set in the right place. Yeah. For, for what Absolutely. the story is. And like, there's, I think there's a bigger conversation to be had too about like what, what, because I mean, like, even, even A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back are not like utterly devoid of business concern, right? No. no. Like, they have to make money, right. And they have to make, they have to get funded. Mm-hmm. So like, there's still, there's still that at work there with those mm-hmm. as well. And so there's the, there's the sort of that constant eternal struggle of like art artist, patron, you know, peruser, all that kind of stuff that's interplayed here throughout the, the just the total body of the star Wars fiction work yeah over the years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. <sighs>
0: No, I think you're onto something there with with the fan fiction thing, and we've talked we've talked about a, a little bit of fan fiction here yeah, and there yeah, yeah, yeah. over the course of. but well, we show. did
1: we did a fan fiction episode. Yeah, because we did the the cheeseburger guy. Um, oh yeah, cheeseburger the, Jones, right? The Darth side, the Darth side. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was good.
0: I really enjoyed
1: that. And that and that's the that's the diamond mm-hmm. among sixty thousand piles of shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And, and you know and you
0: know obviously film is made up of a, of a bunch of different artists all coming together you know for one vision obviously i don't have to tell anybody that they all know that but i was thinking about this as we were as i was watching empire because we get pretty quickly into the action you know after after luke gets you know smacked around by the wampa which by the way <coughs> uh, Luke getting Luke getting attacked by the Wampa is one thing, but how, I mean, we're we're assuming that he learned somewhere how to use the Force, because I don't remember Ben ever telling him how to levitate anything. Yeah. Do you? <laughs>
1: like, I, like, I don't remember Ben ever seeing, ever even indicating that that was a thing you could do with the right. Force. You know what right. I mean?
0: Like, Right. And he acts like when he sees Ben on the slopes after he escapes the Wampa, he acts like he hasn't seen Ben since a New Hope.
1: Yeah. So yeah. What is so this, where did he get his training? This is where, like, even in even pre-Disney, yeah, there were a bunch of you know things out there that were speculative of what Luke mm-hmm. was up to in that time. A little
0: inconsistent you know. in, in certain yeah. areas, but I think oh, there yeah. I think there's I think some of it's forgivable because. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think the audience is meant to fill in the gaps. Yeah. Which is fine, but what I was going to get at was with the with the Tonton at the beginning, and then eventually with the walkers, kind of at the end of the first act here. We see a lot of stop motion, and yeah. it's. Are stop motion visual effects just a bygone era at this point? Is there no room anymore with by, with with for for stop motion in a world where you can CGI <laughs> you can CGI whatever the fuck you want anymore? I mean, right?
1: especially especially when if you're not making the whole like if you're not making like Coraline, yeah, which is entirely stop motion. Right. right. Yeah. If you're not doing that, like, like I have never seen, I haven't seen an example of stop motion since God knows when. Yeah. In, in non, in, in movies that aren't themselves fully stop motion anyway.
0: A, a version, it's, it's part of the art in that. Yeah. In, in it's a movie like, like Coraline, right? Like that's, yeah.
1: It's, I mean, it's kind of like, it's the, yeah, you know, it's interesting because it's, it's kind of like blowing up models to show explosions, yeah. Yeah. right? Still, maybe still exists in a few places, but is mostly going away. Right. You know what right. I mean? Um, especially for like spaceships. I mean, if you have a spaceship in a movie these days, mm-hmm. it's going to be a computer thing. There's not, there's no models these days anymore. They blow up, I don't think, right. in any space movies. Um, as, an,
0: as an actor, do you feel like that's a limitation? You're not standing on a set, you're standing on a, on a, Green box, and they're just going to put it all behind you. Do you feel like that's a limitation for you? I don't know
1: a character or I don't know if that is versus stop motion. Right, because stop motion, the actor can't even be on screen for that, right? right That's true. yeah, yeah. but I always I always felt like the more there was physically there, the more you had to work with, so to speak. In yeah. a performance, you know, because because if that's not the case, I feel like if 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 you're if you're take take the prequels, which are you know on Coruscant or any number of places, it's fucking green screen city, right? Yeah. As actors to achieve the same level of we are in a shared space that has whatever, you would have to spend so much time mentally placing things in your environment, mm. but also Sharing those things with each other, right? Like, hey, you yeah. and McGregor. I'm Hayden Christensen. I think there's a planter thing over there, right? Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a okay, and it's got purple leaves, and it eats Wookies, and I'm like you have to do all the things right that give your environment life. That a, as an actor, you have <laughs> you have to do. But if you if the set work was there, and those artists had done were doing their thing it would be, be there for you right and you, that would have that would reflect in your performance and and all that kind of stuff so yeah. I can't say I, I can't say I would ever argue in favor of green screens mm-hmm. for just anything really at all much just- almost entirely better to have the practical yeah. look of things and then I mean obviously use still use the effects from computers but don't like where 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 at all possible, still build a real thing to exist in I think
0: I wonder if I wonder if CGI is that much more of a cost savings over physically building a set or going to a location and shooting yeah I like it must be I mean that must be part of the reason why they're leaning so heavily into it yeah everything is CGI these days but
1: I mean especially these days yeah Mm -hmm. I mean you got to imagine that with Phantom Menace it was a little bit more of a like an, an esoteric thing that they could kind of take on because they had good funding to start, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they could do it. And part of it was like to kind of invent the tech as they were doing it too. Oh yeah. Definitely. But at, 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 like as you go later into the into the universe of of film since then, like the cost of computing never goes up; it always goes down. Right. The cost of software always goes down. Yeah. Like you're you're always gonna have cheaper compared to last year <laughs> ability to do those computery things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just always go down. Mm-hmm. Let's talk uh, about this movie. Let's talk about this yeah. movie.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say like the the, like the other things that I noticed in this or things that I remember, like I saw this in theaters when I was a kid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was seven, I think when this came out and I was absolutely obsessed with this. I was obsessed with the idea that we would see more Darth Vader because that was my big takeaway from Star Wars. Is I wanted right. to be like Darth Vader, and now of course we we talk about the less Darth Vader, the Darth Vader yeah. the better, right? But but back then it was the more Darth Vader the better, yeah, you know. And we got to see him with his fucking helmet off, yeah.
1: Like his helmet comes off in that scene, like I. That's that's one thing. I'll totally give the the original trilogy mm-hmm. was peak Vader, yeah, like. The original trilogy gave you the right amount of Darth Vader, yeah, in, in total across all three films. Absolutely. I absolutely I think that. that. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So it's okay, so after Ben shows up at at Hoth and says Luke, you gotta go to Dagobah, we have the, the at battle, the, the AT-AT battle. Yeah, Fantastic. this is a, one
1: one thing, one thing before yeah. that. Harrison Ford says to the guy who's telling him not to go out. And look for him. He says, then I'll see you in hell. Yeah. Right. He like, like, how can you, how lucky is star Wars to have had Harrison Ford as Han Solo? Because there are a number of iconic lines that work all that much better because Harrison Ford's voice is delivering them. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like there's iconic lines, then I'll see you in hell. Great line. Mm-hmm. Even better than Harrison Ford is saying. It. Oh yeah. Right. I, I know. Right. So yeah. much better. I mean, first of all, an improv, but second of all, mm-hmm. so much better that his voice, his, the physicality of his voice yeah. is saying those things and, and pluck any number of things from the other, the other films he was in, especially mm-hmm. the original trilogy. Like he's worth 10 times what he was paid for. Oh for what he brought to the the everlastingness of that character.
0: Absolutely. I, I would argue that there is no Han Solo if you don't have Harrison Ford. I mean even it's look hard at, to yeah. I mean look at Solo, right? Like yeah. that kid. I mean he did everything he could. He he was he was good for
1: what he was but he was good for
0: what he was but he wasn't he wasn't, just wasn't on Han yeah. Solo enough for me. But.
1: And, and even the more I the more I think about it, the more that film grows on me and I like mm-hmm. it more and more, yeah, the more I think about it. It's just that Han Solo is forever and evermore Harrison Ford mm-hmm. because of, he you can't get rid of how powerful that performance was. Yeah, it's
0: just it's just like Indiana Jones. You can't separate the character yeah. from the actor. You know. Yeah, I feel like that's the same thing with like Robert Downey <clears throat> Jr.
1: and Iron Man. You know. Yeah. So.
0: Like don't even try. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so so,
1: so th- that at scene though, or do you, are, are we? So I, I actually have a couple things about that. Yeah. But keep going. I have two mental pins for that scene. For the Adat scene, or for or the... at least I have at least three three mental pins for the Adat the the battle the battle on Hoth surface. Okay. Well, what do you have? What's
0: your what's so, your
1: so in the in the Nintendo sixty four game? Mm-hmm.
0: Rogue oh, Squad, man, I love that game. Yeah,
1: there's a cheat code, and the cheat code is dead Dak.
0: Oh no, really? Because
1: Dak is Luke's co pilot in right. the speeder who dies. Yeah, he's like Dak, Dak. And yeah. the, in, in that game, which is you know a decade and a half later,
0: right. the
1: cheat code is dead. DAC. What does so it do? It gives you. It unlocks. I think it unlocks the Millennium Falcon or the Naboo Starfighter. One <laughs> of those two. I can't remember which.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: But the second thing I thought was, they should point the ion cannon at the walkers. Right. <laughs> those ion cannons fuck wreck shit up. Yeah. Like one blast wrecks a star destroyer yeah right? like careening away yeah. yeah like just blast the walkers yeah with that ion cannon like yeah, give why it just aren't a little they? just a little juice now nah. nah. there you go
0: go take some dental floss and you know trip them up then did you notice that like somehow after they've tripped them up that they could blow them up
1: i that was my other point was like yeah. why does the armor fail when the walker falls? Yeah. who knows
0: <laughs> Maybe the shields are in their legs. I don't know. I was gonna <laughs> say, did they did they
1: only armor the like the jaw and not the top of the head? You
0: know, of the
1: of the walker. <laughs> why, why not just fly down then? Fly yeah, down on just, top just, of them. shoes. Just, yeah. Just drop rocks on them. You know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Drop rocks on them. That's what that'll work in the for the Ewoks later. Right. <laughs> or are ATSTs not as armored as ATATs? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who, yeah, look. I don't work for the empire anymore. And so I don't, and of course when I did, I didn't really
1: have. I, I had no say inertia. in that. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My, <laughs> my, my takeaway from the ad at scene besides the, besides the stop motion comment was the music in this scene. It is. It is almost as iconic as the 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 twin the binary sunset. Yeah, or yeah, you're the right. Throne room march. Yeah, it is just that fucking good. This is John Williams at the top of his game. You know, I, I, I just love that music. I can I can super good. Yeah, it's just good
1: stuff. And just just like just like Harrison Ford, John Williams is worth ten times whatever he was paid. Oh, absolutely. For yes. for his, his his work. Oh hell in, yeah uh, yeah. So after
0: they after they blow up all the walkers and escape, they they split up. Right, Luton yeah. goes to because because Han and Leia and three PO have to take off and run off in the Falcon. And, 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 and Chewie, don't forget Chewie.
1: Yeah, and that wouldn't have been the case except that, like, they both stayed on the planet longer than they should have. Right to to like to do the escape or whatever, right? So right, so like if everything had gone to plan, Han and Chewie would be off to fucking whereverville, yeah, and Leia would be on one of the big ships, like commanding the rebellion from there. Yeah, but instead, the circumstances have Leia on the Millennium Falcon, you know, doing as they do. Yeah. Um, so knowing that R two has already been to Dagobah, yeah at least that we know of from future things. Right. Like, I can only imagine him putting the little the little Arbash characters on Luke's screen that says, oh, fuck me, Dagobah. <laughs> I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you do not want to go there. Do not want two, we're R2, we're going to Dagobah. Fuck you. Lay, lay in your own course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to help
0: you on this. I'm one, not dude. going You're to that, on your own.
1: I'm not going to that trash heap.
0: <laughs> Before we get there, I have a question about about Han and why he was going to depart because he was going to leave. Yeah, doesn't he say that they ran into a bounty hunter on Ord Mantel? I feel like that's what he says.
1: Is that what he says? Okay.
0: Yeah, and isn't Ord Mantel like? Doesn't that like? Isn't it in like the Knights of the Old Republic? or is that no that's narshada that's Nar
1: Shaddaa. shit okay never mind the the galaxy's butthole
0: the galaxy's butthole the ass end of the universe so okay so we get to dagobah and luke is looking for yoda and he finds a little green gremlin guy yeah who <laughs> luke says there's something familiar about dagobah he says, "Still, there's something familiar about this place." Why does he think there's something familiar about Dagobah?
1: What do you think that means? Is that, oh man, that's a good question. I didn't think about that because you could you could interpret it generically as just the forces here, right? Mm, yeah, maybe like like Yoda's presence is it, it makes the Force kind of stand up and sing you know, but also Yoda trained Obi-Wan. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe even Obi-Wan has like a, even if Obi-Wan isn't materializing there, he's still like got some kind of presence there just from like force echoes from Yoda or whatever, from Mm -hmm. that, that kind of stuff too. I'll
0: I'll allow it. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. But that mean that really, you know, this, this watch through, that stood out to me like i've heard it a thousand
1: times i never but i never put any weight to it i never thought yeah
0: about it. it's like wait a minute why does he think it's familiar yeah and, and i thought you know my brain went off in on a little tangent where i thought maybe at some point maybe luke ended up on dagobah at some point but then ended up back on tatooine i don't
1: I don't know. Like as a child, you mean? Yeah. Like as
0: a kid or oh. like early teen or something like that.
1: Like maybe but, did they, th- did, they th- did they maybe think let's give Luke to Yoda. Yeah. And But then when they got there, Yoda and Obi-Wan were like, no, no, no. Let's not do this. This is a shithole. Yeah. Uh, the the <laughs>
0: line, the line reads like something that they were trying to set up for later, but then they just tossed out whatever they had set up.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't I don't know why I don't know why it's still in there, but it, either way, I guess it doesn't really make much of a difference. What did you think of the introduction of Yoda though? Like Yoda showing up and well, I foolish.
1: I thought that was really just even as a, even as a kid when I first saw it when it when he when Yoda like flipped the switch to like away from gremlin to wise master. I was like, oh, that was so good. That yeah. was such a good. That was that for for as a kid, that was a good deflection. As yeah. a kid, I did not expect that. That was Yoda, right? As an adult, I probably would have kind of caught on had I not known it. Oh yeah, I'd have been I'd have been like, hmm. when when Yoda because Yoda says wars wars not make one great like yeah. before before the reveal is done and and then like you don't that even that little tidbit there you're like. Wait, what's up with his little Greg Goblin? Guy, yeah. Right.
0: How does he know um, about war?
1: Yeah. What does he know about war? Wise, right? what's he, what's he doing, saying these platitudes of wisdom or whatever. Right. Yeah. So uh, as an adult, I would have kind of, I think I would have figured out that that was Yoda. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't. And I he loved did. it. And I loved it when he was like, he did, like the switch just flipped to wise and, yeah. but also sort of inscrutable. Yeah. You know? Yeah
0: but we read that story from the from a certain point of view where mm. Yoda knows that one of the Skywalker kids is coming to him and he's hoping that it's Luke or he, he's hoping that he's it's, hoping Leia, it's Leia yeah. and he's pissed off that it's Luke. Yeah. And and that kind of like as I, as I was watching this scene I was thinking about that because he kind of resigns to it not resigns to it, but like resists it right off the bat where he's like, I can't train him. He's too old. He's too stubborn, blah, blah, blah. Why did you send him to me? You know? Mm -hmm. And that to me gives that story more strength. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 So I, I really appreciated that. I'm also wondering this watch through why Ben didn't just show up and be like, yeah, this is, this is where you're supposed to be. This is where you're going to find Yoda. This yeah. is Dagobah, right? Like Ben doesn't show up again until the end, right? Or that yeah, that, like, like right before he goes to Bespin. Bespin. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, there's definitely like I'm not sure what kicks a force ghost in the nads to like show up <laughs> and say things. Yeah. Because there's certainly times if they can show up and say things, they should be doing it more. It seems like right, right. You know. Because even the Force Ghost guys like they have a they're not they're not like appearing as like we are beyond space and time and it doesn't matter what happens like they have a horse in this race and they're trying to influence Luke to like stay and train and become a better Jedi and they're like the Force Ghost guys they still want they're still invested in the galaxy Mm -hmm. as as they were when they were alive right so yeah. you'd think that they would like wake the fuck up and like do more shit in this place.
0: They just point him in the right direction, and they're like, "I'll figure it out." He's fine. Yeah, he's, he's fine. Smart kid, you know.
1: I gotta play some Force Park cheesy with quite So I had I had an Infinity's idea. Oh, when when we started when I watched this, is that Luke gets to Dagobah, but it's right as Yoda is passing away. Oh, so he never. Okay he never meets Yoda but he finds journals and all this kind of stuff and he's stuck there for years and years and years
0: because he can't get his because he can't X-ring his out. ship is, is oh. there
1: and so so he kind of he kind of self-trains maybe ben shows up every now every now and again but then like like to to unleash that jedi whatever it might be in the world is a very different thing than whatever he does you know over the course of the films
0: right right sure yeah yeah it's like it's like in the karate kid like if he had just kept learning from a book then he wouldn't have been able to defeat the cobra kai but no. because miyagi taught him he was able mm-hmm. to do so so there you go the, yeah like that infinity changes everything from that point on though because leia and han would still presumably still go on their course end up at best Pin. After after escaping the empire, and Han would get frozen and taken away by Boba Fett, but they wouldn't have Luke to help in Return of the Jedi to help free him. So it would just be Leia. Lan- yeah. I don't even know if Lando would be involved at that point. Would he? Well, maybe. So like no it influenced
1: there. It. I feel like I feel like at at the very least, what it does is it it, it Han Solo stays on the same course roughly. I think, well, wait, no, because Vader wouldn't have a reason to go to Bespin to
0: capture him because he would, he would just be able to go to Dagobah to get him. If they found him,
1: if they found it, yeah, he wouldn't like, how did Vader know to go to Bespin? Yeah, wait a minute. So because because Lando says they got here right before you did,
0: right? Okay, so there's a scene where the emperor says the emperor tells him that it's Anakin Skywalker's kid. Now, I think this is mm-hmm. special edition shit here. Yeah. Which which actually fucks up some stuff for the Disney comics because we're meant to believe that Anakin or Vader already knows this. Yeah. And he acts... Well, he could be playing the long game, I guess. He kind of acts like, what? He's my kid? Or he's Anakin Skywalker's kid or whatever. But how do they know? Like, the Emperor doesn't say, go to Bespin, wait there. He's going to come to you. Which feels like something the Emperor might oh, tell him, right? Boba
1: F- Boba Fett.
0: Oh, Boba Fett tracks them. Boba right. Fett tracks
1: him. Yeah. So...
0: Oh, that's right. He tracks because him. And he then, tracks him
1: out of the yep, garbage cloud. Yep. Right. And then, yep. yeah. So Boba Fett gets yeah. him and Boba Fett radios home because he wants his sweet, sweet bounty.
0: But he he Vader uses them to lure Luke out knowing that he'll sense the danger in the force or thinking that he'll sense the danger of the
1: force because that's what happens. Because Vader is using the bounty hunters because he wants, he wants Luke. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and he knows that Leia and Han and Chewie are a path to to getting Luke by squeezing them. You can tease Luke out. So presumably, even if Luke is stuck on Dagobah, yeah, events on Bespin fall roughly in line, right? Yeah, because 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 Vader wouldn't know that Luke wouldn't show up. True, I don't think think so. how did he know he would show up?
0: That's the real question. Now, okay, so I, the way that I'm going to kind of ra- rationalize this is that Yoda at one point says when when Luke sees Le- Leia and Han in trouble in the future, in his vision in the Force, yeah, Yoda says, hey, the Force is always in, you know, the future is always in motion. We don't know for sure what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So perhaps Vader also sees like these possibilities. And this was just like him throwing a fish hook in the water and saying, all right, we're going to throw this line in. We're going to throw this line and we're going to throw that line in. We're going to see which one catches and we'll go from there. So, but he believed this one hard enough that he was actually personally there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, he was fairly certain, which means to me, maybe vader's better at seeing what's coming in the force than yoda is
1: which who knows maybe that could that could certainly be possible you know
0: yeah interesting
1: yeah so han would still get frozen or well yeah i guess i don't know (laughs) it's just shit It changes the changes a lot of stuff right yeah it does so anyway that's because
0: if vader knows that uh, luke will come in the original, then yeah, Luke then he getting gets, yeah, he, there's no way. Which, so if Vader so, knows yeah. that Luke will come, he knows that Yoda's there. He has to. Yeah, but, I, there's I, a lot of
1: there's a lot of there's too much, fuzzy. Yeah. There's too much fuzzy shit yeah. on here. Lots of fuzzy. Um, okay, so let's abandon this <laughs> does Idiots. It doesn't work very well.
0: We're gonna um, dump it like an Imperial trash space dump.
1: <laughs> so so two things related to this in this in this same time frame of the movie. One, yeah, I like how everyone in Star Wars can fix spaceship stuff. Yeah, sure. Like it just everybody's like, Oh yeah, high spammer, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. negative power <laughs> coupling, blah, blah. like yeah. Leia's Leia's like zapping things together and right. It's like in the in the prequels, Obi-Wan is like installing the new hyperdrive or whatever in the in the (laughs) ship you know like everyone can pick up a wrench and install a hyperdrive right that's that's pretty awesome
0: that's some bootstrap shit right there yeah that's like (laughs) like that would be like you or me being able to just fix our car at whim you know yeah like be like oh i need a new uh, new transmission transmission we'll we'll just drop that right in there yeah
1: (laughs) yeah the so here's the other thing yeah how fucking baller is it that Palpatine has a little pressure plate installed in Vader's bedroom that like he has to that he has to kneel on in order to call him. Right. Like he's like, Lord Vader, go to your kneeling pad and we will talk, you know. So like he has to like he has to kneel. Otherwise it's like the phone thing and the phone will hang up. Yeah. If he doesn't kneel, right? Oh so, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, that's great! I never even thought of it it's that way, but super, you're right. So baller. He's like, call me, but you got to be kneeling.
1: You got to be kneeling. If the only way kneeling. I'll talk to you. Yeah. If you're not kneeling, I can't talk to you. Yeah. The only way I'll talk to you is you're kneeling. Yeah.
0: Pretty baller, uh, I think. That I think you're absolutely right. So I watched this on Disney Plus, and so I watched it in 4K. All of my, all of my, all my discs are packed away, so I couldn't watch yeah. it on my my disc version. But mm-hmm. I watched the Disney Plus version, and. In 4K, it looks like Yoda has the remnants of like a porn stash uh, going on. Yeah, was Yoda supposed to have a mustache at one point because he's got a little I, thingy going here? I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It was 1980, so it would have been filmed yeah. in 78, 79. Porn stashes were in guys, they were all the rage boys yeah. and girls.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't mean, know what i do is would be funny is if. If like going back to Yoda. Yeah. It would be funny if Yoda was like Gollum where, (laughs) where like the little weirdo creature who like rifles through your stuff to find treats. Oh God. That's the, that's the Gollum side of Yoda. Oh no. But then when he's like, wise Jedi master guy? He's like, that's the Smeagol side of Yoda. (laughs) So like Yoda can like go to the swamp and like look down at the swamp and like, he can have a conversation with Smeagol Yoda. You know, like yeah, yeah, give me give me some treats or whatever, and then <laughs> the wise Yoda's is like, no treats for you right now, my <laughs> child or whatever. Like, <laughs> right,
0: that's funny. So I have a question about Yoda and, and the dark cave, the yeah. you know the, the cave that that Luke goes into. D- two questions, actually. The first one is, do you think that Yoda pulled a Tales of the Jedi bit? and sequestered himself at Dagobah because there was a dark side spring there, like a well of dark side so that he could study it.
1: I mean, that'd be pretty baller. I think that'd be cool. And I, and I mean, I think I, I almost think that the, like the tales of the Jedi thing is obviously inspired by that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the tales of the Jedi thing is like almost saying tales of the Jedi is suggesting that that author's interpretation of Yoda's placement is to be sort of learning from the dark side as your as you're everyday, you know what I mean? Like you're confronted with it. The, the other thing was like- it makes sense though, <laughs> right? It does. The other thing I heard from some other, source, I can't remember where, some other novel or whatever, was that like by Yoda being there, he could be masked from the dark side too he could know. be he could be masked from palpatine searching for him yeah if he was like camped out next to like a dark side you know black hole or whatever right right he'd be he'd be kind of caught in the penumbra and not visible to to Sidious who, know, who knows whatever it hmm. is
0: that that's an interesting i like that actually that makes sense but just, it also just, it, it also kind of makes sight,
1: right? it also you know, it just makes Yoda like which I guess I don't know whether I like it or not, but Yoda was just like living the rest of his life. If Luke had never showed up. Yeah. Yeah. He was just going to die. You know, he was like, so like, I don't know what, to what degree of like survival planning versus strategy is going on there. Yeah. You know, I, who knows? Well, I wonder about that, too, now that
0: you mention it, because what's the point of running after Order 66? Now, we, we're backfilling, obviously, but, yeah. but what's the point of running and hiding after Order 66? What is it exactly that Yoda's worried about? He's going to get killed? Because at one point in the prequels, he even tells Anakin, don't mourn for the people that pass on. They're part of the living force now. Yeah. Isn't that the goal of the Jedi to become part of the living force?
1: (laughs) Like, did was this, was this, is, is Dagobah essentially Yoda giving up on the Jedi?
0: I mean, that you could make the argument that it is. You could make the argument that it is. This is. And a lot of people like to make this or like to say that this isn't the case, but this is the same thing in my mind of Yoda running away to Dagobah as Luke running away to Octo in Last Jedi.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing.
0: You have massive failure. And now I think it was your boss, it was James that brought up that this was a, there was a very samurai thing for Yoda to do to you know to to leave in disgrace. Yeah. Which fine, but you're you're still giving up. You're still like, not, you're not mustering your forces it's 20 years later and you've done nothing, you know, like, what is your plan? Yeah. What's the plan?
1: Is there if, a plan? If there is one, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe his plan was I fucked up so bad that I need to like study the force more yeah. to understand what, where I went wrong. Right. And what should have been done. You know, right,
0: but what, what to what end, though? Really, like what's what's the end goal? What's the end game there? You study the Force, that's great. You're going to die with all this knowledge and nobody to pass it on to. Did he know that Luke was going to come? Did he hope? I mean, I don't We met, may, but maybe he was hoping it was Leia. But you know,
1: yeah, hmm. which also implies a lot of like ability to see things far away. Yeah, you know, like yeah, he because he mentioned he t- he mentioned to Luke. he watches him in some sense yeah if
0: he's had his eye on you for a while you know you're always looking at other
1: things instead of what you're supposed to be doing you know it's like yoda can like meditate and like you know creep on luke and leia basically (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) i love that i love that idea that like he could just like pop in and see whoever you know yeah and can
1: can you imagine like you know Fifteen-year-old Luke alone in his room, and and the Yoda's presence is like, and he's like, oh oh god, oh god, oh god, and then and he goes away, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Luke has the has the box of tissues and the fucking lotion and
1: box of space lotion and going to town (laughs)
0: space lotion. He's got he's got the newest issue of like Cantina Hotties or whatever. (laughs) pages are all stuck together you know whatever <laughs> yoda yoda oh mistake i've made
1: Whoa. he he and biggs found it in beggars canyon you know <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah because you always find that shit in like the woods right when you were a kid you find yeah. porn in the woods right and so
1: then so then of course when When Owen and Baru get torched, yeah, you know, in A New Hope, Luke is sad, but he's also like, "Fuck my porn, man! (laughs) (laughs) What am I gonna do now?"
0: Oh no! Should I go home and hide my porn box (laughs)
1: so
0: like whoever takes over doesn't find like my stash of like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Moss Eisley mamas or whatever
1: (laughs) Moss Eisley mamas. That's awesome. fuck
0: Oh shit (laughs) where were we anyway oh yoda looking in on luke right so yeah this is a whole lot of like mysticism stuff that we're we just kind of have to let it go right we have to like in order to enjoy this movie we have to not question too much of it and i think a lot of the questions come up because of all the backfilling which i mean it One on one hand, it's great we've got more Star Wars, on the other hand, it kind of muddies the water a little bit because, because you know,
1: because here's the thing, too, is that like every backfill Mm -hmm. introduces its own little twists and turns, yeah, that need to be plugged and backfilled as well, yeah. So, yeah, it's hard.
0: It's kind of, I mean, when you get done with Obi Wan, we'll talk, but there are. (laughs) There are things that, that it sets up that, and, 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 and loops that it closes, but Mm. again, it's like, and people are clamoring for another season. And I'm like, dude, we have, you have got to quit while you're ahead. You know, you successfully plugged this, you've Tetris this piece in, just leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. Stop. It will go the opposite. If you pull out that one piece on the Jenga pile, right. And don't pull the one right next to it because it will fall over. You got to move on. Do pull a different, you know, pull a different one. Yep. So, when Vader enacts his plan and he is going to test the carbonite freezing process. First of all, it's hardcore as fuck that he makes everybody that loves Han watch him get frozen in carbon. Yeah. But secondly, why does he need to freeze Luke?
1: To... I thought it was to something like transport him safely to the emperor, yeah, or whatever. But But that's it is weird. Yeah,
0: I will say this: the final battle between Luke and Vader, the iconic lightsaber duel, is quite possibly one of my favorite like lightsaber sequences in all Mm -hmm. the movies. Even mm. though it doesn't have nearly as much, you know, acrobatics like they have, right. in, you know, before and after. Right. It's still, it still it has like a it has a weight to it. And you can feel that weight even before yeah. Yeah. even before the reveal. Mm. Now, what did you think of the reveal? Like when you when you first saw this, did you already know that Luke was I already star? knew? Yeah. Because when I first saw
1: star? When I first saw Empire, it was years after Empire had been okay. out in theaters because Empire was made before I was born. Right. So, like, you know, it must have been at somebody's house on VHS. I saw it. Wow. You know, and that was okay. it was already part of the part of the Zeitgeist, as they say. Yeah. That that Darth Vader is Luke's father. So I didn't know how it happened necessarily, but I knew that that it was the thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think like but even even in hindsight even with that it still is like a brilliant stroke of genius storytelling wise yeah because you i don't think you would see it coming especially if they didn't have especially because i think the one i watched didn't have that interstitial new the son of anakin Skywalker must not mm. whatever like Yeah. When when Emperor talks to him, it didn't have that newish scene there. So you just have no idea. You have no idea. Yeah. That's what what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I mean, again, I saw this in theaters when it came out. And I remember that it was like all the rage on the fucking playground. And you had Mm -hmm. the kids that had seen it and the kids that hadn't seen it. And there were the kids that hadn't seen it. Didn't want to know like anything about it. They wanted to go and see the movie themselves. So the rest of us were so fucking excited that all we could talk about was that. So we, and of course, seven-year-olds you're fucking reenacting everything, right? Like on the, like when I was a kid, we fucking reenacted jaws at one point on the fucking playground. So, you know, of course, empire we're reenacting everything and like i think we spoiled it for some kids because i am your father and people are like the fuck what (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) but yeah that was all the rage i mean that was everybody was talking about that on the playground after the weekend after it came out or whatever it was great
1: it was great though it was i think it was genius storytelling
0: Yeah, it it really was.
1: I mean, like, who would have seen that
0: coming? Because like the first movie and first movie plus. Luke is under the impression and specifically told by Obi-Wan that Vader murdered his father. He betrayed him and he killed him. Betrayed and murdered your father. Exactly. Yeah. And so in your mind, you've already backfilled the story as that they were friends or something. And he turns on him and he kills him. And I mean,
1: Luke shouts, Luke screams at it, Vader. Yeah. And the funny, thing, I know enough. I know you killed him, right? He, like, right. He, like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: And this, and this, of course, is the Mandela effect scene because everybody thinks it is Luke, I am your father, but it's not. It's no, I am your father. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mandela effect right there, guys. Yeah. I, mean, I remember. I had an argument with a friend of mine online mm. on Facebook in the very fir- early days of Facebook. She did not believe that it was no, I am your father. And I said, go back and watch the movie, go back go, and watch it, go watch, watch it. the movie. She came back and she, she, I don't know if she listens to the show, but she is definitely a conspiracy theorist. So if you're listening to the show, Holly, I mean, you're a conspiracy theorist. What do you want? From <laughs> me? She actually came back and said, that she thought that they had changed it. Oh, really? Just to mess with people. And I was it's like, stressful. "What? Why? No, that's not what happened." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. The... yeah. Leading up to the fight, Luke or Leia and 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 Chewie are being taken away, and Luke is coming into Bespin, and Leia has a scene where she shouts, "It's a trap!" Right she's getting yanked away by the stormtroopers and she pops back out comically. I think I laughed. Yeah. Pops back out. It's a trap. And then it's pulled back away. Why didn't Luke try and save her? Yeah. What was it like? He was there to try and
1: save them. Why, <laughs> why didn't he Luke try to go, save go running toward that? Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Like he just kind of like, you
1: came, that was odd. All right. Well, let's yeah. keep going. <laughs> you know. like Anyway, I'm going to look around this corner <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to look around this corner and maybe I'll find my friends. Right. Yeah. No, she just shouted at you from right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you did you notice? Did you like so? Three PO and Chewie are walking around Bespin, and a closet thing opens, and another like silverish protocol droid walks out. Yeah, and he goes Ichuta. Yeah, at three PO, and I was like, "This isn't kind of droid racial slur, like, because <laughs> because because three PO is like how rude, you know what I mean." <laughs>
0: I never took it that way. I just thought I just thought he swore at him like fuck you, buddy, or something like that. But maybe it's a racial slur.
1: And you notice that <laughs> yeah. 3PO treats Chewie like shit.
0: Yeah, he does. So, yeah, he does.
1: So in Star Wars, just so we everyone's clear, yeah, it's humans, mm-hmm. other aliens, droids, yeah. Wookiees. Right. Like Wookiees are the fucking bottom. Yeah of the the life totem pole yeah in, and it
0: in star wars it all runs downhill right yeah the humans the treat tr- the other aliens bad mm-hmm. the other aliens treat the droids bad the droids treat the wookies bad everybody basically just gives the wookies the fucking finger and Fuck you know Wookiee, what
1: Wookiee. and Dude. you know what when they when they dip han in the dipping dots or whatever <laughs> it, like chewy wastes three stormtroopers. yeah right in that moment Right and and like lives to tell it because they don't shoot him. And I thought to myself, Chewie, Chewie just killed three of your guys. Yeah. you did. You did nothing about that. Right. And I was like, the Empire is such a meat grinder for these stormtroopers. <laughs> like yeah, they are. They're, they're completely worthless to the. Like, they're completely worthless to, to the to whoever's in charge. Each of those know?
0: stormtroopers had a family. Yeah. Fucking little kid stormtrooper that they go home to at the end of every night, right? Now like, that kid's but a it's fucking like, orphan. But it's
1: like, but it's like, the whole family is still dressed in stormtrooper stuff, like right? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like it's like lady stormtrooper wife and little kid stormtrooper yeah. kid. You know, she's got she's like got a, got a little stormtrooper apron tro- on, a little stormtrooper like teddy bear. You know, that's yeah, yeah. done up in stormtrooper stuff. You know,
0: right? Yeah do you think vader like sent everybody a fruit basket like all the families of fruit basket be like sorry about your does vader have to write okay do you know like in saving private ryan like the yeah. commanding officer has to write like the dear so-and-so i'm sorry your son gave his life in defense of the country blah 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 here's your letter here's the here's the flag right do does vader have to write that for every stormtrooper that's murdered under his watch i don't know and does he send an imperial flag that's folded when he does that? <laughs> Ooh, like Ooh. what? Like like like.
1: Also, what? I like so along those lines. It's like Vader has like a corpse cleanup crew that just goes with him everywhere. Because <laughs> every time he kills somebody, there's just these guys that come and drag him off. <laughs> you know, yes. Like if Vader's around, you just like his <laughs> his little his little body cleanup crew is like off in the corner. Yeah, and so he's just like. He chokes someone out and just gestures at the body, yeah. and the guy they go bur, 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 and they <laughs> carry him off.
0: <laughs> that was a job. Somebody applied for that job.
1: <laughs> the the corpse grabber, corpse grabber <laughs> for for Lord Vader himself, right? And by the way, don't yeah. fail at that job. No, definitely don't. You have no. to
0: clean that shit up right away. Yeah. yeah. In fact, when he long distance chokes Admiral Piet was it admiral piet who's the other one the other guy the guy that before admiral piet he force yeah. chokes a guy and two dudes show up from yeah. across the galaxy they're like pick yeah. up the corpse take him away and like, like meanwhile the other guys like, like, like oh shit like oh, they
1: have it's like a it's like a thing where like if vader is going to be on the line yeah like they have to have Just- somebody <laughs> remotely stationed there standing by to, standing by to like yeah. vers- to clean up the mess that vader can do from <laughs> anywhere in the galaxy, you
0: know, and you know, okay, so that's a real fucked up job, right? I mean, you're just carrying corpses around, right? Yeah. So that guy, because he's just on call, right? Yeah. He doesn't do anything else. He's just got to be there every time. Yeah. And there's always a person on the ship, whatever ship, Death Star, Star Destroyer, fucking transport, whatever. Yeah. Settlement, whatever. He, there's got to be a person because if Vader can call, they've got to have a guy that'll do it. Right. So this guy, <laughs> he's always on call and when he's not doing it, he's in his room, like sad smoking space weed he's like and fucking eating just, space cheetos just and like my fucking life sucks so bad sobbing you know yeah. like
1: i killed kill. i had to carry i knew i knew that guy's family you this know thing, like, yeah oh. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, oh god do you think like oh no do you think okay so like so like the guy that picks up like one bot. like if they're gonna do another if they're gonna do another like, from a certain point of view, they should have a story about one dude, the one of the guys that's on the body cleanup crew, right? One of the one of the 800,000 or whoever it is. Yeah. He knows one of the guys that gets killed, and he, like, made a pact with the guy to, like, take care of his family if something happened to him. So, mm-hmm. like, he has to go and, like, marry... The widow, the guys, the, his wife, or whatever, his kid, to adopt the child, yeah. Move into the house, change out all the fucking pictures, yeah, and help her like get on with life and fucking. <laughs> oh yes, I would read that. So if any of you know people want to write a story
1: about that, I'll. Listen you know what I also it. thought is that like, <laughs> you show up to your shift to do corpse cleanup, and yeah. all of a sudden one day there's one more of you. <laughs> and so, so you know, it's either you or your buddy who's going to die that day.
0: <laughs> Do you have and to just, train just, him?
1: And then just imagine, like <laughs> Vader saying, "Your services are no longer required," Fuck. and choking out, choking out one of his body cleanup crew. Right. So the new guy can get some rotations in. Right. On like corpse cleanup, to. Ooh. <laughs>
0: the limited shelf life on in that yeah. role, right? Like you, you gotta be, you want to make sure that you're like the best corpse cleanup
1: guy. Yeah. Right. But also they, they only pick the people who have like the saddest lives Oh yeah, to do yeah. it, to right. just, you know, to just, or, or you can go the opposite way. They pick the people with like the happiest lives just to be the most fucked up. Right. That's fucking dark. Yes. That's with like, shit. I with like that. more stormtrooper kids and like, <laughs> you know, Oh no. Little Sally Stormtrooper is like a really yeah. good piano recital player or whatever.
0: His parents are still alive and they live with them. <laughs> <laughs> they also,
1: they also, <laughs> they also they wear Stormtrooper Trooper. stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think we found a dark fucking corner of the galaxy Oof. right here. Oof. Like if you're really good, like if you're like the best corpse cleanup guy do you get like your pick of wherever you want to be fucking stationed? Be like, I want to be stationed on Narshada, you know? Like who would have picked that? But like, yeah, you pick Coruscant, right? I want to get I want to yeah. get sent to Coruscant. Not the shitty, like down street level Coruscant. I want like the palace. Yeah. I Me mean, to the fucking palace, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're really good,
0: they let you choose.
1: <laughs> oh, you shit. could you'd command some fear too, right? Because right? like somebody sees you walking down the hall in your garb. Oh shit. Your, your corpse cleanup garb <laughs> they're like oh shit vader's calling a vader's doing a conference call with that room down the hall right <laughs> vader reserved, vader reserved meeting room 124-9 <laughs> for his like monthly performance review or whatever and oh my god oh my
0: god you could really fuck with people too like you could mm-hmm. just show up stand behind them like maybe that's the, maybe that's their idea of fun right right they don't go bowling on a friday night they just like they just show up behind show people. up be like, oh, shit. Oh, what? Oh, God. What? Oh, oh God. God. And they're waiting for that Vader call mm-hmm. for a long time.
1: They're like, what did I even do? Why does Lord Vader care about me? <laughs> yeah.
0: Or or you could just be like, maybe you're in good with Vader and be like, Lord Vader, do you want to help me play a joke on somebody? It's April Fool's Day or whatever, right? <laughs> Fucking Vader calls and, like, you just walk into the frame. <laughs> Stand in there. <laughs> Fucking guy's like, want to make me want to make me want to help me make a guy shit himself let's do this <laughs> so anyway there's that yeah that's... hey we found our tangent there it is there the it is ah, the Vader corpse good. Cleanup, i feel like we've made it now we've done it yeah so
1: we we really brought this one in for a landing i think we did i think we did, think we did. <laughs> the couple
0: of quick things the end after the fight after luke gets his hand cut off and and falls down the shaft Uh, he he (laughs) falls down the shaft he he lands on that antenna at the bottom and then he calls out to leia in the force did he know that she was force sensitive or can he telepathically communicate with anybody just like anybody yeah
1: like i i never understood why he chose her yeah in that moment
0: right like, how did he know that she wasn't like on some prison ship somewhere?
1: There's no way he oh, could have known that. Oh, I mean, he knows he uh, of anybody, he knows that Leia is around. Yeah. Because she's the one who's like, it's a trap. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So there's that. But also, yeah. like, what possesses him to think that he can reach her in the force is my
0: thing, right? Is, is it like a desperate, like, I'm going to try this because I it's either I got, this or I, I, have I fall, you know?
1: Either this or let go and fall into the clouds and done.
0: Yeah. I'm either one with the force or I can reach out with the force. I'm going to try. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Huh. You just got to believe. You got to believe. believe. You got to yeah. believe. The other thing is that Luke goes from denial to acceptance really fucking quick from like, it's not true. It's impossible. Jump. I'm so pissed off. I'm jumping out of the, I'm jumping out of the fucking tube to Vader calls him. He's like, Luke. And he's like, father, (laughs) like immediately. It's like, I know. Oh, wait. Okay.
1: That is Hmm. interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But he does say, "Search your feelings." You know this to be true. So maybe yeah. somewhere in the fall, you know, the the landing on the antenna, the reaching out, he's obviously processing shit. So maybe he has yeah. searched his feelings and found. Like it maybe
1: future. maybe while as he's falling, he's like, "Oh no, wait a minute." Yeah. Okay. No, this <laughs> I makes suppose sense. Suppose this could work. He, he's my father. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I just let go of the thing out there to fall. <laughs>
0: Boy, well, if I had a Taxis backseat,
1: <laughs> <laughs> really missing this hand too. God, yeah. wish I had that. I wish I would have just should've accepted just, my fate. Should mm-hmm. just talk to him about yeah. Him maybe. Yeah, right. Instead just, of fighting,
0: right? Just coming out lightsaber swinging. Yeah, could have like a nice civil discussion about it, but no, you gotta be a fucking brat. <laughs> so okay, so let's let's talk about the ending then. Let's talk about the ending because you know the they pursue the Millennium Falcon. And they get away, and we see the rebel fleet amassing out,
1: like outside the galaxy. the galaxy. Yeah,
0: like it, it's in that story. I don't remember which story it was, but of yeah. the stories and from a certain point of view. And watching it this time, I was like, "Fuck, it's just like that story, yeah,
1: just like the stories." Yeah,
0: which kind of gave it a little bit more, I feel like it gave it a little bit more like you know, Mrs. Dash. It's like the Mrs. Dash of the you know, <laughs> right? Or the the Greek seasoning yeah. or whatever. So, so Luke, Leia, 3PO, R2, they're all on the, the medical frigate, and then ha- Han, Lando and Chewie are in the Falcon, and they're gonna take off and hunt down Boba Fett. I get get why Lando is in the Falcon. They want to take the Falcon because obviously it's the ship. They can spare it. You know, it's Han's ship to begin with. Why is he wearing Han's clothes? Yeah, what
1: the fuck? man?
0: <laughs> That's fucked up. That would be okay. Bear with me here, okay? That would be like somebody abducting you and me not just taking your car to go find you, but like going or like to your house yeah. Dressing in your clothes first and then taking your car to go find you doesn't make much sense, right? No, no, maybe, maybe, maybe not to me, maybe mm-hmm. not to you, maybe to your wife.
1: Maybe, maybe you have to mask yourself in the scent of your bray.
0: Maybe that's I mean. what it is
1: <laughs> to, f- to find Paul. It must become Paul, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to think like Paul. (laughs) Let's see. computers, computers, (laughs) computers. computers. (laughs) (laughs) Sci-fi shit. Comics. Comics. Computers, computers, computers. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand why he's in his his clothes. It doesn't make much sense, but okay, whatever, I guess.
1: Oh, then then you're like, then you're like, you get in the car and you're like, I've got it. He just like go and open the bathroom door and I'm just like taking a shit or whatever, you know. <laughs>
0: like, and you're oh, like Rich,
1: wait, why why are you, you, you wearing my clothes, done? man? <laughs> no reason. I, I had to find you. Oh, okay. I get
0: it. But you got but abducted I... and you're like,
1: no. Yeah. <laughs> I just had some Chipotle. I was taking a shit, man. I, <laughs> the, my,
0: my my wife should have told you. She was at the door. Why did you like how
1: the fuck did that even happen? <laughs> There's one more thing I wanted to touch on in this whole Talk business here. Yeah. What do you got? The, when Yoda goes on about not this crude matter, luminous yes. beings are we? Oh man. What an incredible parallel to how we learn best, Ugh. because I think I've always gotten the most meaning and the greatest lessons from my most broken down moments. Yeah. Right. Right. Where the teacher, the teacher who is further along than me, can say, I've been there and I've been past it. Here's how and here's why. So so I would like I I honestly wish there was a little bit more Jedi trainingness in these films, a little bit somehow. I know you can't go too much because you can't make a movie about Jedi training, but like sure. I, I I would have loved a little bit more of that kind of feel to things you know yeah
0: yeah yeah i i had a note about that as well and i think what what i like about it is that his monologue his whole spiel about the luminous beings and how the force is everywhere between you and me between the rock and you know the land between the ship and the land it informs my understanding of the force but it also informs my fandom in star wars i think i love that about star wars so much that there is this this unifying thing yeah this idea yeah. this religion i guess for lack of better Mm -hmm. words Mm -hmm. and i think that's why i love the last jedi so much is because there's so much of that influence in that movie so much so that yoda shows up again to give them even more sage advice yeah and and tying i think tying the last jedi to empire strikes back sold me on it automatically but yeah this this that whole speech is always been one of my favorite things about this movie oh yes oh yes yeah mm. i agree that it would be nice to see to have seen more of luke training luke learning more about the force and how to use it and how to you know be a jedi but Again, we're going to see this final version of Luke in in Return of the Jedi. And it will again have a time span that has elapsed. We're going to be asked as an audience to, okay, just assume he's been trained. He's been on Dagobah. He's been, you know, he's going back to Yoda, you know. So... Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a fair ask of the yeah. audience. Honestly, yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. So, now that we have done all of the Star Wars movies, what do you think mm-hmm. about like ranking them top to bottom? Let's do it. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? My,
1: I think my bottom, <clears throat> I O, <laughs> is Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, then Attack of the Clones for me, fair, then Phantom Menace, then Return of the Jedi, then Revenge of the Sith, then Force Awakens, then New Hope, and now all I have left is Empire and Last Jedi. Yeah, I think it goes. For me, I think it goes Empire, then Last Jedi and then Rogue One. Hmm. Or and I could even Last Jedi and Rogue One kind of battle it out in my head a little bit. Sure. Too, you know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I left out Solo. Uh, yeah, Solo. Did. Solo. I think Solo is a better film than Revenge of the Sith, at least. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I could put it at least above that. So yeah, so that's from in in ascending order, I guess you could say that's my that's my Star Wars film list. What about I like
0: you? It. I like it. Okay, I'm pretty much the same as you up until where we got to. Well, okay, well I'll just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cheat. Yeah, out just here. We're it. gonna go. Just I'm it. gonna say Rise of Skywalker is dead last for me. Yep. Absolutely dead last. Attack yep. of the Clones is only slightly above it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I wouldn't even really put it above that. I would say they're tied for last for me. They're tied for toilet land. Yep. Then Phantom Menace. Yep. Then I would have to put Return of the Jedi in there because while it has some really good moments, mm. it's nowhere near as good a follow-up to still, Empire. It's still deserves. kind of a yeah.
1: it's a little bit of a hot mess. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Then I would put Solo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would put in Revenge of the Sith after that. Uh, then I would do Force Awakens.
1: Mm,
0: yeah, I'd put Force Awakens above. I'm trying to think
1: of what's left, and what I know yeah. the taste there. Yeah,
0: I would. I would say Force Awakens is above Rise or Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. because it's better acted, it's better directed. While Revenge of the Sith has stuff happening in it that I did enjoy it's still just another hot mess of a movie yeah thanks a lot george lucas and then a new hope then now we're in our top three and again i have those i have i have three films that are my favorite star wars
1: movies my favorite Star wars rank them baby
0: it's tough i'm gonna go with empire as three hmm Two, I think, will be Rogue One, and one will be The Last Jedi. Mm. And I, I, I feel like those three are interchangeable. I feel like at some they're point pretty they close for to me too. Yeah, they yeah. would probably like flip at some point. But right now, <clears throat> as a parent, hearing Yoda say, you know that that your students, and in, you know, for for a parent, you know, your kid is kind of your student, that your student is going to grow beyond you and that is what they're supposed to do you're supposed to give them the foundation and they're supposed to move beyond what you are and become something more I think that speaks to me on a completely different level as a parent than anything an empire does I think younger right. me would have put empire at number, at number one right? because younger right. me would be like Luke but in this particular case, older me is a little bit more like Yoda. Yeah. And not saying that I have, you know, all this great knowledge or anything like that. But I think in my perspective is the same as Yoda's at that. Point. Right. So, yeah. And Rogue One, I mean, Rogue One is just a fucking fantastic film. It's a film. great film. I mean, it's Space Vietnam. Who the fuck doesn't want that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing film. But yeah. So I think that's my ranking. That's my ranking. Yeah, I can dig. I can totally dig. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our last like content-specific episode.
1: Now we're off to yeah, retrospective shit.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna walk through the park and and, and reminisce. <laughs> Is it, was that the Bee Gees that said that? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know
1: 70s music as well as I should. But there's a great line from a John Mayer song called "In Repair." Yeah and he says and now i'm walking in the park and all of the birds they dance below me and i just i just was i've always loved the 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 imagery of that cuz yeah. he's 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 mending from a breakup and he's his he's, he's topsy turvy he's upside down right. so of course in the in the upside down world the birds dance below you not above right? you yeah,
0: yeah. Huh. anyway I just yeah interesting all right well guys thanks for listening we'll see you next week for the for the final ultimate
1: episode. the ultimate retrospective
0: <laughs> the, you'll the... pay for
1: this seat but you'll only need the edge <laughs> and it's free so yeah kind of baked into the cost of your device
0: you'll get the seat for free and you're still <clears throat> only going to need the edge
1: right you're still only going to need the edge that's
0: it At which point
1: you owe us two or three bucks. Yeah.
0: Easily. Yeah. We'll send money
1: to, you can't send us money at (laughs) greatdisturbances.com.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening guys. We'll see you next week.
1: Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to great disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances, and on Twitter at GDisturbances. See you later!